Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. How are you now? It's the Theory of Ding Investment Podcast. I am James Wheelan, Investment Manager, and a reminder that all generals are investment in nature. I've stuffed it up again. Talk to an investment advisor or someone about your needs. I am broadcasting from the Studio One of Barclay Pierce Capital. I've uh, started a new job here, Managing Director of the Barclay Pierce Capital Asset Management Team. I am now the head of a broking firm. It's pretty cool. I'm joined by someone who's the head of a, uh, a last little uh, corporate authorised rep called HLM Investments, Heath Moss from South Australia. How are you now? Very well, thanks, mate. And and you'll get that intro, you know, one one day. One day generals are investment in nature. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You've had enough practice, practice, haven't you? Shut up. Anyway, just to uh, it's it's now become a running gag, and, and people know it. And I know how much people love the running gags um, that we have. So the yeah, uh, 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 just to clarify as well, so that we don't get in trouble with the law, uh, that anything that you hear here that sounds like advice is general in nature. Talk to an investment person and advisor about your needs. Mate, uh, let's just charge into it. First off, yeah, got to plug the ensemble thing. I will be speaking at the end of November. Um, I guess uh, not the keynote speaker, but one of the 10 people that they have lined up at the ensemble ALPD or licensee PD day. Um, it's a full 10 hours of CPD. Go to ensemble, uh, and that's spelled E N S O M B L. It's a tech thing, whatever. Um, and look them up and uh, plug into the all PD day. I will be speaking about client trust telling it's basically just me speaking for 40 minutes telling yarns of my time in the industry which is pretty cool um so yeah check it out that's at the end of november um it's a full day get your cpd get a full quarter of your cpd out of the way in one day as well very handy yeah Um, it's very handy they do two of them a year and 10 hours cpd if you're there the whole day uh online as well obviously um it's it's great help Uh, and especially gets those um uh those uh the the compliance the client regulatory sections and the you know client care etc ones done that generally uh you know you don't get done in other webinars and stuff as well so um yeah, yeah it's very handy it's great great job what they do over there at ensemble yeah that they are going they're very very good with me i do a, a podcast with them as well uh on the voice mm. of the advisor so this this speech that i'm going to be doing is, is big on ethics big on the decisions that you make uh, a lot of it about client trust and through in the way that the bro- and the way that broking has evolved since I walked into the surveillance department at the ASX in 2004 or whatever that was, to Ausstock, to UBS, starting Penson, which became Pershing, running the, the, the disaster recovery plan there that was tested, to uh, Comsec, at CBA, the client trust issues that was at, at, at CBA at that time, to walking into BBY um, after it had fallen over and picking up the pieces of that. So all, just this, just these stories of client trust, um, issues and the scenarios and sort of what goes wrong and what goes right and how you can and you make it mm. there. So I don't want to give too much away because it's, it's actually going to be a lot of fun. They're going to be there for the funny stuff. You know that. Nothing too serious for me. Um, Heath, mate, it's uh, it's your time to shine because I've been busy running a place. Beautiful. What's Is the market still there? <laughs> what's going on? You realise yeah. <laughs> just doing this, I've got no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I mean, much of it is to do with the, the headlines you're seeing the papers, the news, you've got the Israel conflict going on, um, but you've also That's got yields still marching ahead there. Um, uh, the uh, US 
if you want to pull the charts up, remember you're in charge of the buttons, mate. Oh. Um, if you, I'll pull the charts up. Uh, that's, the, that's the uh, that's the um, SPX, the S&P 500. Really hasn't gone anywhere in the last week or so since we last chatted. I think it's uh, mm-hmm. down half a percent or something like that. Um, yep. And we had a nice big down night last night as there was a bit of risk uh, off uh, attitude due to uh, some of the comments from Iran. And then you had yields spiking as well. So I'll put, pull the yields up as well. If they're going to come up, yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay, so that's the yield. Yep, that's the 10 year nine. So you can see the massive move there. We've had over the last few weeks. We came, we hit about 4.8, came down to about 4.6, and they're uh, knocking on the door of uh, 5% now. The 10 year, 10 year yields. Um, so yeah, uh, there's you know, it's it's all to do with that, uh, you know, the, the. Consensus is the soft landing or the you know no landing scenario where the the US will avoid a recession. Um, rates are higher for longer. Uh, we got retail sales out in the US earlier this week, um, which were much stronger than ex- expected for September. Came in at 0.7 percent growth versus 0.3. Um, and if you want to back that up, uh, Amazon came in with their Prime Day results and they sold, I think it was 150 million units of third party goods versus 100 million last year. So there was a big jump there. And they're also really confident moving into Christmas. They're, they're going to hire 250,000 temporary workers over Christmas versus about 200,000 last year. So the, the sentiment there in is, is the consumer is still doing really well and is quite strong. Um, that's stubborn, that's stubborn US consumer, hey? You can't. Yeah, just, yeah. Mule and, stubborn. Yeah, and we're starting to see that here a little bit as well. But, I mean, I can understand why we would see it here. In the US, I'm a little bit more baffled. I think moving to the end of the year, like I've said before, student loans restarting, savings are dwindling, you know, the US consumer is going to start to really struggle and move into a recession in the first half next year. So um, I think this is sort of the blow off top, you know, no one's talking about a recession now um, in mainstream media in the US. It's all about, you know, the Fed have done such a great job. They've landed it, um, they've threaded the needle um, so that sort of signals to me that, you know, the market is going to and the economy is going to catch us out next year um, yeah. for those who are not prepared for a recession. And we, we're going to see that it's it's very what's happening is very late cycle, mature um, cycle sort of stuff that's happening. So just beware. So that's the 10 year, the two year hasn't been moving as much. That inversion is really coming off. It was 110 basis points only a few months ago. It's now only 27 so that inversion has really come back down. Um, yep. So yeah, that's that's about it. Um, I'll chuck a oil oil um, uh, chart up there. So that's the uh, yeah, West Texas. The story. Yeah, yep. yeah, and that's obviously all surrounding the the conflict in Israel. Um, yep. People worried about uh, Lebanon and Iran getting involved. I did see a, a tweet from Reuters, I think yesterday or the day before, that Israel had actually fired some missiles into Lebanon. So. Yeah, um, we're going to keep an eye on that. Iran came yeah, out direct strikes on, on Hezbollah positions. Um, yeah, yeah. That there yeah. Are. I mean, it, Lebanon lost. I don't want to make this that podcast, but Lebanon lost no. control of Hezbollah a long time ago. It's it's not theirs anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's 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 you read that you don't read that as Israel has attacked Lebanon. You read that as Israel has attacked Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that's all to do with the fear uh, around uh, oil. Supply restrictions um, and Iran no, coming out got... saying they want to chuck an embargo on Israel last night. Um, so that's embargo. that. I mean, I, but I mean, 
to be clear, I mean, everyone's talking about, you know, oil going up, that will stoke inflation, that will push the Fed and other central banks around the world to lift again. But I saw some really good stats from Morgan Stanley the other day. They said um, a 10% spike in um, oil only adds 35 basis points to um, headline inflation over three months. And only three so basis get, points. You got to give me that. You got to throw me that line again. Go again. Yeah. So that's a good stat, man. A ten percent, ten percent spike in oil, yeah. in the price of oil in West Texas, will yeah. only add thirty-five basis points to inflation data, headline inflation data for three months, and only three basis points for core. So it really doesn't impact the uh, inflation. Thirty-five. Data thirty-five seems like enough. Thirty-five seems like enough to wake me up. Three doesn't, but I actually I would, I would yeah. think that it was bigger. A ten percent, ten percent increase in oil. What if it goes to one hundred and fifty though? <laughs> yeah, there's me. Yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, you're talking. It's been, it's you're been talking speculated. Fifty basis points. Yeah, it has. Been, it has been speculated that one hundred and fifty proper escalation of this one sees oil go to one fifty. I've just put up a chart here of weekly U.S. imports from Saudi Arabia. Thank you to Javier Blas, yep. um, who's got some great tweets uh, in the oil sector. He knows a lot about that one. He's probably second, possibly only to. Anas Al Har, I'm not going to do his last name because I'm not. I don't want to offend him. But yep. Anas, and if I don't know who, who I'm talking about here on Twitter, follow him if you want to know what's going on in any oil, gas, uh, energy market. Uh, this is a weekly U.S. imports from Saudi Arabia of crude oil in thousands of barrels a day. It is the lowest in lowest weekly level in over 20 years hmm. um, of Saudi Arabian exports to the U.S. So. Um, no, the US, it's 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 at a point in which it could really could really properly break up. Well, upwards. I mean, that probably lines up with uh, oil oil production in the US is at record highs at the moment, yep. um, and they're also producing a crap ton of LNG now. Um, so they're they're massive energy exporters themselves, and a lot of that's yeah, going to Europe at the moment. Yeah, yeah, so I think over over if you overlay the um, the oil production, local oil production in the US, it would be the oil production's gone the other way. So I think that where the and obviously a, a softening economy, we've seen those yeah. gasoline um, uh, inventories rise and demand for gasoline fall off. So that that's another part to play. But yeah, it's interesting that uh, that it's gone that way uh, so quickly. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, you were going to uh, what more on your wrap? Keep wrapping. Please. Oh, I'm 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 almost done, it? mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, we, got had, here uh, we had um, uh, earnings overnight. Earnings, a couple of big earnings. Um, of course, we yep. had last week. We had the banks, City, uh, JP, uh, JP uh, Morgan, Wells Fargo, etc. They all did very well. Beat. Um, no real red flags there, so don't need to really cover that. Uh, we had uh, Tesla after hours this morning. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
they came in with a miss. Uh, the earnings came at 66 cents a share versus 73 expected. Revenue was down a little bit. Margins got absolutely squashed down to operating margin was 7.2% versus the 17.2% last quarter. Um, yep. That's obviously because of the pricing cuts that they've had. Um, they're still, they've backed themselves in and still saying they're going to produce 1.8 million cars this year. Cybertruck is still on um, uh, on track for um, delivery uh, by the end of the year as well. And uh, heavy, hitting, I think, 250,000 units by 2025, the end of 2025. So uh, they were down about 5% yeah, the, you know the uh, the SUV that they're producing, that square, yeah. weird-looking thing? It's a ute, whatever it is. Yeah, it's stupid. It's the dumbest thing it's I've ugly. ever seen in my life. It's ugly. It's ugly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then also on polar opposites, you had Netflix out this morning with a, a, a cracking uh, earnings report. Um, yep. They came in uh, well above expectations on earnings. Uh, let me just bring up my notes here. Uh, 373 per share versus 349 expected. Revenue was in line. Um, where they did it, uh, subscribers. They added 8.8 million subscribers in the third quarter versus uh, 5.5 million expected. Um, yep. Now, everyone, you know, when they announced that they were going to stop the password sharing, you know, ran for the hills saying that's going to kill Netflix, et cetera. It's done the opposite. People have said, no, we need we need the service. And where it's coming from is their budget ad advert service, you know, the one where you can, you can subscribe to Netflix Seven bucks a month, but you get adverts. That's that grew seventy percent in the um, in the uh, the quarter. So um, that's where they're they're winning now and uh, gaining subscribers. Their margins came in at the high end of around twenty percent. They expect margins to grow next year to from uh, between twenty two and twenty four percent. So um, it's looking very good there at Netflix. They're up about twelve percent in after hours as well. So. A story there that I don't I didn't really see coming. I, I thought they would suffer a little bit with password sharing and you know, just the overall, you know, everyone's going out now instead of staying home and watching Netflix. Yeah, um yeah, so, so maybe if, if you are buying, yeah, go. On. Yeah, maybe maybe Netflix is a defensive stock in a recession because, you know, you know, whilst there's people losing jobs and um, you know, less income, et cetera, in the household, instead of going out, people will say, Okay, we'll stay in and watch Netflix instead. Um, instead okay. of going to that restaurant yeah, or the movies or something, we're it's paying that level 20, of the pizza, 15 bucks. The pizza index. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, like, you know, my downgrading the pizza night sort of thing like that. The Netflix yeah. is yeah. at some stage when everything gets really disastrous, Netflix goes. We're not there yet. So Netflix is now, if, if yep. I mean, there's there's a lot of speculation and a lot of theories around that. Um, yep. All right, going next, um, something that I commented on was consumer staples, which you would think would be a great defensive place. Um, I've got a yep. chart, and I'm just going to pull this chart up here as well. That you would think um, that consumer staples would uh, outperform in a defensive situation like this, um, but it's not. So this is consumer staples. What's in consumer staples? What's in a what's in the consumer staples index? Uh, Heath, some of our favourite things. Costco, um, yeah, Walmart, Costco, all those sort of, you know, the equivalent of their Woolworths and Coles, etc. Yeah. Um, eating in the US. habits. Eating habits have changed, and you can thank Ozempic for that. Uh, brought to you by Novo Nordisk. Uh, the it has it has changed the way that people are dieting, that people are eating. Um, consumer staples has gone down. Also, the other one is that a lot of these companies are are fairly tight on margins, in that they're mm -hmm. the cheaper they're the cheaper alternative, so they don't really have. That, just answering that question, there's a little bit of a one-on-one on what's going on, but it's, it's interesting that Azimbic has made has meant that people's 
uh, people's eating habits have changed in America, which is a big thing when you start to turn that tanker around. Um, I, I do not believe that for one second. I you do don't? Believe... Mate, it, has, it is absolutely in the facts, mate, that people are no, people no, are I... not eating the same amount of crap they were eating a few months ago. This, this drug, right, facts. this drug is a 1000 bucks a month, a $1,000 a month, and insurance does not cover it unless you have type 2 diabetes in the US. Okay. So I don't see where... Families are finding a thousand bucks a month for this drug. Plus, you can't get it at the moment; supply is too too short. I just yeah. think, well, because Walmart came out last week and said, um, you know, you know, our eating habits have changed. This drug is impacting our sales now. I mean, I think that's kind mm. of bullshit. I think that's just okay. it was a uh, an excuse for just a poor quarter or what is going to be a poor quarter and and probably tough times coming up. Um, it yeah, just doesn't, okay, it doesn't okay, have the okay. penetration at the moment. It, I don't, I don't see right. how how it can be. It's it's not the miracle, like the most. When the clinical studies, um, I think the most people would lose is twenty percent of their body weight over over a year. It was mm. it was a year. Um, so, and the cost itself, with no insurance cover in the US, I just don't see how. It's impacting um, the the US as much as you know the news and Walmart are saying it is. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how Walmart no. knows. How do, do they put out a survey and say, "Are you taking this drug?" I mean, really, they know the I mean, stock. They, they know they know what's being eaten and what's not. They have a, an exact straight line of how many people are buying Pepsi or whatever they've got, and then all of a sudden you see this little like a notable statistical irregularity, and you go, "Okay, there has to be a reason for that." There's no, yeah. there's no main reason why people would just suddenly stop buying fizzy drinks. But uh, having said thing. that, that's what they're saying. Pe- they know their people. They know their people. They know their business. Pepsi Whatever. Yeah, it, was it was an example. Yeah. It was an example. It was an example. So the other, the other reason on why consumers' tables may not be a uh, good spot here is that with increasing input costs, and they are still increasing. And you, you, mm-hmm. you just mentioned how increasing fuel prices would. Where was I? Increasing fuel prices would add. Um, some basis points to the core. Um, that would be the fact that you know fueling stuff, uh, shipping stuff around, trucking stuff, um, adding to the input costs. That's adds to inflation. Adds to that. These companies are low cost companies. So take your dollar store for example. Dollar store got hit the hardest with regards to margin pressure because they can't suddenly go where the dollar store and we're going to increase our prices to a dollar fifty. If you know what I mean. So be the two dollar store because they don't. Yeah, they don't have they don't have any room to move there. That's their that's their yeah. thing. Whereas a higher end place can just go, you know, what, we're going to chuck another ten percent um, onto the price of this thing, and and people are just going to pay it, and that's just how it goes. Whereas the the other guys, so they've got no room to squeeze on the margins, and your margins are a business's lifeline. There is the education for anyone who's uh, investing, uh, mate. Let's. Uh, oh, I love this too. This is another one, mate. The uh, <laughs> this the, the the back to work crowd. Uh, yeah, I love this. This 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 is in. Seattle, um, the Seattle website, uh, Amazon employee badge swiping service to defeat RTO mandate. Salutations. I am offering a badge swiping service to Amazon HQ employees at the downtown location in order to beat your badge audit for the BS RTO mandate. That's uh, forcing people to come in and they audit who comes in based on who taps their swipe card when they go into the office. If you do not, if you do not feel like going into the office three days a week, and would prefer someone swipe you in to beat the badge audit, then send me a poke. I charge a reasonable weekly fee to do this, mate. I'm, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit this gig and just become a, a full time badge swiper. 
I just, just have people's tags just go around the city just swiping them into, the, into their office buildings so they can stay home in their trackies. It's a great deal, mate. mate. It's like the next, it's the next dog walking. Only, only in the US, the land of the free, right? <laughs> and right. in the land it's of the, the US. Entrepreneurial the spirit just not die. Happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, footy tips, mate. Did we get a win? Oh, we got a win last week. I got I got a oh, very narrow win if you took the, no. you took the numbers. You didn't? No, mine failed to come in. The uh, The commanders actually beat the, the Falcons. I had, I had the Falcons at the spread. So, um, yeah, but this week yeah. I've got uh, uh, the Raiders at the spread to beat the spread of negative three and a half. I think they'll beat the Bears by more than that. The Raiders are in really good form, beating some good teams. I think they'll, uh, they'll, they'll win by four or more. Yeah, okay. I reckon the Saints, and based on the fact that NFL is now rigged, I'm going to go my Saints, which is the uh, the team that the boys allocated to me because I hated that I didn't have an NFL team. I just love watching the game. I'm going to take the Saints minus three, minus three. You know, minus two and a half. How does that sound? I think that they'll win. They'll win. They'll win by. They'll win by three. Okay, okay. that's where I'm. That's where yeah. I'm saying three or more. They'll win by three or more. Okay. Um, there have been some very, very dubious uh, decisions that have been made and some very dubious scores that have come through. Uh, mate, last bids, and then I'm going to shut the shop and get back to work. Um, nothing much. Oh, oh we got uh, Oz Jobs out later today. That will come out after the podcast. Is it, um, all, all done. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we got our power speaking tomorrow morning. So I think he may be a little bit dovish. I, I think yeah, he may want to pair these yields back a little bit. If, if just to go through the last thing, I think that this cycle that we're going to go through, this ebbs and flow, is going to be the same thing that we're going to see for for, for a while, where yields, mm. where economic economy is strong, yields pop up, and then all of a sudden everything starts to contract again because yields popping up, companies go, expectations have to be lowered, economies, um, the economic expectations have to be lowered in place, therefore then yields will come back down. It is a self fulfilling cycle, and will keep on spinning until I don't know what the what breaks that uh, what breaks that chain. Um, yep. So it's basically just play that range as you go. If you want to be that guy, go ahead and be that guy. And there is the trading tip of the week. Screw you, Pete from Brisbane, who says that we don't give any uh, insights, valuable uh, investing tips. There you go. All generals are advice in nature. Don't forget. Uh, Mate, that's it. Thank you very much for joining us on the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast. I am James Wheeler, Managing Director of BPC Asset Management, joined Thank you very much. As always, Heath Moss from HLM Investments over in South Australia. If you need anything, drop me a line, drop me a note. Until then, I'll catch you next week. I really should have had my finger on the end recording button. There you go. Thanks, mate. See you later, guys. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 